0: Transition. Welcome to this episode of What's On Your Mind with Alicia Mackay and Dickie Scott. We're talking about transition and we've got some slightly different views about what that means. Are we tapping into the true essence of ourselves or are we building something new?
1: Alicia, what's on your mind? Transition. Oh, that's been on your mind for a while. You even texted me on the weekend about transition.
0: Yeah, well, I spent the weekend talking about it, but here's the thing about transition that I'm finding most interesting at the moment, and I think you're going to like it, because I think it's going to resonate with you and some of the conversations that we've been having. And I think when we think about change, we're like, okay, we're, we're here, we're this place that we, we are now, and then we're like, oh, hang on, there's somewhere else I want to be, right? So then we, we have the place we want to be, and then we take the steps to get there, right? Except... It doesn't happen like that. And the bit that I'm in at the moment, and other people I know are in, and I want to know if this works for you, is this awkward bit that comes after awareness. So first you're like, "All right, here I am, doing my thing. I'm cool. Hmm, I've become aware of something that I would like to do differently. I want my work to be different. I want my relationship to be different. I want myself to be different. I want to change the way I react or respond. I want to change the choices I make. And I'm now aware of the things that I'm currently doing that don't fit with this new future version that I've settled on. However, despite being aware of the new thing that I would like, I am not yet capable (laughs) or able (laughs) to do anything than be hyper aware of it. So actually, you go into this dip where you're watching your life, you're watching your context, you're watching your own behavior going... This isn't how I want to do it. But you're not yet at the bit where you can change it. So you're in this awful hyper-awareness of transition where you are becoming more and more clear about what you need to change. Totally. And I'm reaching this bit, and I was talking to Kate Billing about this on the weekend. I'm reaching the next phase of that at the moment, which is when I behave or decide in a way that doesn't align with this new version I'm trying to get to, I'm able to tidy it up afterwards, <laughs> right? So I do something and then go, oh, hang on, that wasn't right. And I can go back and change it. But I do not yet have real-time <laughs> real time capacity yeah. to go, hey, that's not how I want to answer that email. That's not the decision I want to make about my Tuesday. What I like
1: about what you're saying there is that The first stage is awareness, but the second stage is also awareness. It's awareness and then but more really piercing choice, right? So it's kind of like the first one is like, I don't want to be like this anymore. And then it's like, so how do I want to be? Whereas I think what you're talking about is being a little bit more aware of what you could do instead, right? So that's... I think it's right. I mean, I call this the liminal space, right? Like, Yes.
0: Kate was also talking about the liminal, the damn liminal.
1: The damn liminal. And the, the, the space, but if you don't know what it is, it's the space between no longer and not yet. And it's kind of like this messy in-between bit. And I'm in that right now. And one thing I've been reflecting, was well, a couple of things, right? One, one around transition is don't be so damn hard on myself yeah. because I'm like, you're not the person you should be. Get on with it. Um, In fact, I've got to say, just just sharing something quietly, years ago, and I I think this happens to all achiever type people, right? They kind of have this version of them that they want to be like, which is up here somewhere. And then there's the version that's here. I remember years ago, what about 20 years ago, I went and saw a counselor about some stuff and she said, you've got so much potential, Digby. And I burst into tears and she goes, why are you crying? I'm like... Because I'm not that person. I'm not living up to it. And I was all like, like beating myself up massively. And I've learned to just go, dude, it's all good. You're good now. Which leads me to the second point, right? So I was talking with my coach this morning, in fact. And she asked me a question, which was, what's the aspirational version of you? And I said, that word doesn't resonate for me. Oh. And she said, oh, okay. What's a better word? And I said, Essential. Ooh. what's the essential version of you right and it was this big shift as I said it was like blah, 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 calibrate because aspiration means you don't have it and you want to get it Yeah. to me it's like something that you want you're moving towards like you're talking about the future you
0: yeah it's, it's a lack thing what am I lacking yeah it's a lack thing exactly
1: yeah. and and so where I went was what's the essential version of me which is kind of like it's already there it's just got a shine more yeah. and that was way more empowering and way more energizing to think about that and i reckon we could apply that to our teams and to organizations to society like we talked about new zealand being the leadership capital of the world a while back and i reckon what's the essential new Zealandness that we just need to shine a light on right yes. and i reckon that's the same question for me personally like what's the what's the version of me that's you know, that's just joyous and flowing and energized and when am I at my best? And that's what I think rather so rather than the lack idea of like I don't have it, I need to get a plan and some steps to get there. So actually no, nah, maybe it's just about noticing when you're in flow and creating more of those situations.
0: So yes and Yeah. Yes and there are things that you aren't yet. Yes. It's really important we can distill down the stuff that's amazing and amplify that, magnify that, and make it shine. But there are just capabilities I don't have yet because I haven't grown them that I really want. And they require letting go of really deeply held and embedded behaviours and beliefs and patterns and systems and ways of living and working.
1: So give me an example of
0: what, what's one you want. So I want to be kinder and more empathetic to myself and the people I love. The people I work with, the people I care for, the people I live with. And the first step to that is being kinder and more empathetic to myself. Sounds good. Providing the permission to just, hey, you're cool, man. You're great. Don't be so hard on yourself. Everything's great. You're fine. And being able to extend that to my children and to my partner and to my staff. And I don't have that muscle yet. Well, I have some of it. I'm not like totally awful.
1: You do have some of it.
0: It's absolutely there. I have a bit of it. But it's a focus area for me. And just focusing on what's I've already got that's great isn't going to get me there. There's some real work involved. And when we talk about that transition, but at the moment, I'm like watching myself. It's like watching a movie, Digby. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Alicia, this is one of those one of those interactions. Cool. Hey, what you're not going to do is respond like this. Yeah, good. Okay. Ah, Alicia. Alicia, you're feeling like this. Alicia, what what are you doing? Alicia! For God's sake. (laughs) So literally the other day, let, let me give you an example of this. I'm on the phone to Cam and I'm like, I'm grumpy at Cam, but I'm not going to be unreasonable. I'm going to be very calm and empathetic and kind about this. Ah, here I am on the phone, not being kind and empathetic and calm. Well, that was annoying. Hung up the phone, and then here's the tidy up. Ah, picked back up the phone 30 seconds later. That's not how I wanted to leave it. Can I have another go?
1: (laughs) Michelangelo talked about the uncarved block, right? So his idea is like, there's a block of stone, get rid of the stuff that doesn't belong, and there's your statue. Sir John Whitmore took this idea, and he went, to turn it turned into a formula, which was performance equals potential minus interference. Mm. And you get rid of the interference, and you got performance equals potential. So I reckon we're talking about the same stuff from different angles, which is it's what's getting in the way of you being the person that you want to be. And for me, it's about essence coming out, statue. Yours is about getting rid of the behaviors that don't serve your goal, right? So to me, they're the same thing. It's just We're coming at them from different angles. I like that we don't
0: agree on this. I really like that we have two different things on this and I really want to know where everyone else is on this. Because the way I see it, Digby and I are both talking about transition and about being the best version of yourself. The version of yourself that really adds value, that lights you up, that delivers contribution. But where we differ is... Are we really just tapping into our essence and stripping away the things that no longer serve that? Or are we changing and building? Or is it a bit of both? What do you think?